they weren't lengthy discussions. So. And she'd visit me at work. When you say visit you at work, where was work? Papa Gino's. And how often did you see the defendant between June 19th and July 12th? Probably once or twice. Is that usual? No. And what happened on July 12th? I wore a body wire and I went to Pam's office and discussed the murder with her. Before putting on the body wire, did you discuss your willingness to do it with the police department? Yes. Discuss with your mother? Yes. Are you willing to do it? Yes. Let me try to help you remember timing a little bit with regard to Cindy Butt. Uh, that was a subject area that you were just asked about by the prosecution. Uh, were you talking uh, to Cindy Butt about this murder about the same time that you were attempting to get a firearm for Bill Flynn? I don't, I don't know what time I was talking to Cindy Butt. Well, you said it was before the murder, right? Mm -hmm. And can we just estimate, was it in April? I don't know. Well, when did you know that a murder was going to take place? Um, February or March. February or March. That's when I found out. That's when you found out that a murder was going to take place, right? That Pam, that's when I found out that Pam wanted her husband murdered. When did you start trying to get a gun for Bill Flynn to kill Greg Smartman? I don't know when the date was. You don't know what the date was? No, but Bill asked me if I knew where they could get a gun, and I told him two places. I never went looking for a gun for them. You never went looking for a gun for them? No. Okay, Bill Bill asked you where he could find a firearm? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay, and what did you tell Bill? I told Bill that my father had a gun, Okay. and I told him that a girl that I worked with at Papa Gino's had a gun. Did you tell Bill, did you give Bill a call and say, the girl with the gun, who has the gun in the car, is here at Papa Gino's now? Yes. Okay, now that was Bill that you called, right? I'm not sure who I called. It was Bill that came. Well, on direct, you told Mr. Maggiato that you called Bill Flynn. Did you call yes. Bill Flynn? Yes, I called them. Did you call Bill Flynn? I think so. Okay. We're talking about Bill Flynn. This would have been in what, March of 1990? I'm not sure. Okay, but this is Bill Flynn. He's just an acquaintance of yours? He's a friend of mine. He's a friend of mine? Yes. Right. Was he as close a friend as, let's say, Pam Smart? I don't know if Pam was really ever my friend. You'd have to ask her. Back when you were trying to find him? Her. Back when you were trying to find a firearm to kill Greg Smart with, did you consider Pam your friend? Yes. Okay. Is she a better friend in your consideration than Bill Flynn? Yes. But it was Bill Flynn that you called so that you could get the firearm to him, right? Yes, and Bill was getting a firearm to kill Greg for right. Pam. Yeah, because that's what Bill told you, right? That's what Pam told me. Tell me about the conversation you had with Bill Flynn when you said, the woman with the firearms right here at the restaurant right now. I don't remember the exact conversation. Did he say he'd be right over? Yeah. Did he say he'd be right over because he just wanted to uh, show Pam a firearm? No, he wanted to get a firearm. 
He wanted to get that firearm so he could kill Greg Smart, right? For Pam, yes. Not to show a firearm to Pam, just to placate her, just to say no. a firearm. And then uh, that didn't work because apparently Bill goes through the car, right? Yes. And he doesn't find the firearm. No. Now, who is this person, anyhow, that you're setting up for this bet? My friend Tammy. Your friend who? Tammy, a girl that I work with at work. All right. I mean, that I used to work with. Does she know that you're setting up something so that somebody's going to steal something from her car? No. What's Tammy's last name? I think it was Robertson, but she got married, and I'm not sure what her last name is now. Did you ever tell Tammy that, that you were trying to steal a gun from her car? No. Oh. Did you know where Tammy lived back then when you were trying to have Bill steal a gun from her car? Yes. And did you tell Bill where Tammy's car would be parked that evening? It was part of Papa Gino's. Did you discuss with Bill where Tammy lived? I don't remember. You don't remember? No. Did you discuss with Bill that if you really needed a firearm, that you'd think that uh, your father had a firearm? Yes. What kind of firearm did your father have? A shotgun. A shotgun? Was Bill interested in that? No. He didn't want a shotgun? <laughs> Not that I know. Sorry? He didn't want a shotgun. Did he tell you why? No. But he wasn't interested? He, he never asked any questions about it or anything, no. All right, but you gave him that information, right? Yep. How did Bill get over to Papa Gino's to steal the firearm, you know? I don't know. Did you ever find out? No. But you knew that the firearm was to be stolen and utilized for the express purpose of killing Greg Smart. I didn't think that they were going to kill Greg, whether they had a gun or not. All right. Let's go through some timing. All right. Was this attempted theft of the firearm before this so-called first attempt to kill Greg Smart? No. It was after this so-called first attempt to kill Greg Smart? I'm not sure when it was. You don't know whether it was in March or April or February? Probably like in April. Probably like in April. That's what I said. Okay. Did you know if it would be within two and a half weeks of Greg's actual murder? Could have been. Could have been? I'm not sure. You're not sure. Well, I mean, was it during a time that you testified to the jury about that you didn't want to know anything about no. killing Greg Smart? No. no. Was it like within a few days of that two-week period? I don't know. Was it within a month? I said, I'm not sure. I mean, do you, you really have no recollection of it? I have no idea what day it was or what the date was. I don't know. Isn't that kind of a big thing, though? Somebody saying, can you get me a gun so I can kill somebody? Yeah, and I remember doing that. I remember that conversation. I don't remember when it was. On that same topic, when you had this hard-to-hard, uh, -hard truthful conversation with the police on, uh, on June 14, 1990, did you discuss with the police that you were trying to get a firearm to kill Rick Smart? I don't remember. You don't remember? 
I don't think I did. But that that was the that was wasn't that the day that you told Mr. Maggiato and this jury mm -hmm. that you were gonna tell the truth to the police? Yes. But you didn't tell the truth to the police then. I told the truth as I remembered it. It was late at night. I told everything I could remember and I did tell them. As soon as I remembered about that, I told them. Well, okay, I mean like a couple forty eight hours later after you got a little rest, uh, you could give them a call and tell them I don't remember when I told them. I just know I didn't tell them then. Well, who did you tell so that we can check it? I'm not sure. Now, the Attorney General's office obviously knows about this attempt to supply a firearm for a murder, right? Yes. How long do they know about I'm not sure. You're not sure? No. Couple of weeks? I'm not sure. Well, how about the two months? Was it before Christmas that they knew? I don't know. You have no idea? No. You know, was it somebody from the Attorney General's office, the Derry Police Department, or the Seabrook Police Department that you would have discussed this with? It was either the Attorney General's office or the Derry Police Department. I wouldn't discuss it with the Seabrook Police Department. Would it have been in Derry, New Hampshire? Would it have been at your home? Or would it have been in Concord, where the Attorney General's office is located? I don't know. You don't know? You know, we didn't get to uh, depose you, but an attorney did get to depose you in this case, didn't she? Yes. And didn't that attorney ask you at his deposition uh, your knowledge about whether or not the boys were trying to procure firearms? I think so. Did you tell that attorney under oath whether or not you were involved in an attempt to procure a firearm for Bill Flint? I don't remember. You don't remember? Mm -hmm. Pamela Ann Smart. You were born with the name Smart. No, I was not. How did you get the name Smart? I was married in May of 1989 to Greg Smart. Why did you marry Greg Smart? Because I loved him. I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him. I said because I loved him and I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him. What was it about him that you loved? Um, he was really kind and gentle and he was fun to be around. Was your marriage happy? Yes. Well, why don't you tell us where you worked, where Greg worked, where you lived after you got married? Um, I worked at School Administrative Unit 21 as Director of Media Services, and Greg worked at Metropolitan Life Insurance as an account representative. Right after your wedding, where did you work? In Derry, New Hampshire. Where? 4E Misty Morning Drive. Did you have any problems in your marriage? At what point? To in, the, in the summer after your marriage? No. Any problems in the fall after marriage? No. In the winter after marriage, did you have any problems? Yes. Did you tell the people in the jury about that? Well, basically, it started in December 
1989. There was a time when I believe it was it was before Christmas. I don't know the exact date when Greg didn't come home one night, and um, he came he came home the next morning. Was that something he did often? Never, without me knowing where he was. What did you do on the evening when he didn't come home? I didn't even know he wasn't home till the next morning because I had gone to bed at about 10 o'clock, and he sometimes didn't come home um, till 11 or 12 or uh, it mattered when he had appointments. I mean, most of the time he was he was home by at least 10:30, but I had fallen asleep at about 10 o'clock at night. Remember when you woke up the next morning? What happened? What time? Yeah. Um, well, I went to work that day, so I would assume it was probably around 6:10. Was right there when you died? No, he was not. When was the next time you saw Greg? That day. That morning, shortly thereafter, about five minutes after I woke up. Did you tell the jury what occurred then? He had come in the door, and I asked him obviously where he had been and he had said that he had gone out after work with a friend Bruce from work and he had um, got, gotten drunk and went slept over his friend Bruce's house and I obviously asked him why he didn't call me and why he didn't tell me where he was and he said because he knew that I, I would have been asleep and he just came home the next day. Did you accept that explanation? No, I, I, I didn't believe that. And I told him that I really didn't believe him. And he said that he was telling the truth and that he was tired and that he didn't want to talk about it and that he would talk about it later. But yeah, I was mad. Did the subject ever come up later on? Yes, it did. He called me at work that day. I, I went to work and he called me at work and I asked him where he had been. And again, he gave me the same story. Was it the second time? No, I did not. How did you react when he told you again? I told him I would talk about it when I got home that I didn't want to talk about it on the phone at work. Because when I talk on the phone at work, there's other people around they can hear. Did you talk about it at home? Yes, I did. Could you tell us about that? First, when I got home, he told me the same thing that he had told me beforehand. And I told him that I just wanted to know the truth. And that no matter what it was, I just wanted to hear it. And he said that I wouldn't like the truth. So then I knew that he was lying. But he didn't come right out and tell me. It took him a long time to tell me exactly where he had been. And at some point after that, did you have further discussions on Yes, I did. And this is at the same time, when I got home from work that night. And um, I don't know, it was around 4.30. And it was before he went to work that night. And yes, he told me that that he had been, he had been with someone else. How did you react to that? Mad. Did you get over it real quick? <laughs> no. I argued with him about it. I told him that I couldn't believe that he would have done something like that. And he had said that he had, he was drinking that he didn't even remember. And I said that that was a poor excuse. Oh. Did you get over the, the whole thing quickly? No. Okay. I was devastated. I was very hurt. And um, 
he tried to talk to me about it, but I told him that I didn't want to hear it. I didn't talk to him for about a day. Did that, those events have any effect on your relationship with your husband? Of course they did. Um, they had a, a, an effect on how I felt about myself. I, I didn't, I, I don't know how to describe it. I, I didn't um, feel it as important anymore. And it obviously affected my trust. Yes, I do. I met Vance Latimy at the same point where I met Cecilia Pierce, which he was a student facilitator in Project Self Esteem. Close friends with Vance Latimy? No. No fellow named Pete Randall. I saw him testify here, but did you know him back there at this point we're talking about? I knew who Pete Randall was, but I, in my life, had had, I think, two conversations with him. Before that, I just knew that he was a friend of some of the students. What was the subject of the, or the nature of the conversation you had with Pete Randall in your life? Um, one conversation. Well, actually, I don't. I don't know if I've ever spoken directly to Pete Randall. He was part of a conversation that I was in. One was about motorcycles. I don't really remember. You know, was Bill Flynn in this group? Yes, he was. What was the nature of your relationship with Bill Flynn in the fall of that year? Same as everyone else's, just acquaintances. Did you like him? Yes, I thought he was a good kid. What did you like him? Um, he was easy to talk to. Friendly. You have any shared interests? Yeah, he liked um, some of the same music that I, I do, and he played the guitar. Did you ever get involved in any special projects with any of the kids at the school? Yes, I did. There came a time um, when I received a flyer in the mail about an orange juice commercial for the, the, the Florida Department of Citrus was putting on, and I had it in my office at one point when Cecilia Pierce was in there working with me, and she saw it on my desk and asked me what it was, and I explained it to her, and she said that she thought it was neat, and I asked her if she'd be interested in doing it and if she knew any students who would want to do it also. Okay. Who eventually got involved in putting this commercial together? At the beginning, it was Cecilia Pierce, Rachel Emond, Kevin Mort, <coughs> Bill Flynn, and I believe uh, another student, his name was Jeremy Thompson. What, what did you do? But it didn't end up with all those people in it. Okay, who did it end up with? What did you do? It ended up with myself, Tracy Collins, who is a friend of mine, Cecilia Pierce, Rachel Emond, and Bill Flynn. Did you ask Bill Flynn to be in it, or did he ask you if he could be in it? Cecilia asked him. What did he do in the orange commercial? What was his role? Well, all the kids worked on the planning of the project, they, there was a, it was a very involved project, everything from audio and, and video, we had lyrics, we wrote our own song, and all the kids worked on the brainstorming and the planning of it, and eventually Bill did the camera work, he was the cameraman, because it was, I was just supposed to be guiding them through it, I wasn't supposed to actually be filming or doing the work, I was allowed to be in it, but I wasn't allowed to do the actual filming, so Bill did that. 
Where would you do the building? What part of the town? Excuse me? Where would you do the building? A variety of different places, including um, some scenes were done at Bill Flynn's house, some were done at the beach, um, Seabrook Beach, some were done behind Cecilia Pierce's grandmother's house, some were done in a street, um, all, all over. Uh, one was done at the uh, Seabrook Recreation Department. Did you ever go to your own home? <clears throat> Well, originally we had planned to do it. We had planned to use a four-wheeler that um, Greg had owned for a scene, and Greg was going to drive the four-wheeler in the scene. And we went over to my house to do it once, but Greg had appointments and he couldn't come home like he thought he could, so we never ended up doing that scene. And who was with you the time you went to your house to do scene? It was Cecilia Pierce and Bill Flynn. What time of year was this? It was during February vacation. How long did you work on this? I believe we started in January and it was due into the Florida Department of Citrus on April 1st, so it would have been January, February, and March. Did your relationship with Bill Flynn ever change? Yes, it did. Why? How? Um, why? I don't know, but how? Um, when we were working on the video, I was, well, I was told from the beginning that, from Cecilia, that Bill had had a crush on me, and uh, I, I didn't like him at, at first, but yes, I did. I did, did start to like him during the filming of the Orange Shoes video. Did you ever tell him that you liked him? Yes, I did. Can you tell people in the jury how that came about? Um, Cecilia had said that Bill was talking about me and that she thought that I should talk to him. And I believe he came over to my office and I had told him that I had known he had liked me and that I thought he was really nice and that I liked him too, but that I was married and that I was not interested in having a relationship with him. He was surprised that I had liked him. But he didn't really say anything. He just kind of sat there. I'm not sure if you said this, but when was this call? February 5th. Did you kiss him on February 5th? No. I told him I didn't like him. Did there ever come a point in time when you did kiss Bill Flynn? Well, excuse me? Did there ever come a point in time when you did kiss Bill Flynn? Yes, I did. What happened between this uh, February 5th when you told him that you couldn't have a fair at that point in time? What changed? My feelings. I, well, I didn't set out to have an affair with him, but I did. And in February, I believe it was February 27th or something, it was during February vacation also, while I was over his house. We were working on the video. We were in his room, and he kissed me. And when we come back, Pamela Smart outlines the relationship that developed and her attempts to break it off. Welcome back. Pamela Smart, before attorneys for the defense, outlined the relationship that evolved between her and Bill Flynn prior to the murder and told of her attempts to break the relationship off. She also detailed her whereabouts surrounding the May Day that Seabrook teen William Flynn walked into her house and put a trigger to Gregory Smart's head. I, I really didn't want to have an affair, and I was trying to fight my feelings. 
Up until March 24th. What, what happened on March 24th? Bill came over my, my house, my condo in Derry. Was anyone with him? What was going on? Why, why that day? Because Greg was gone in Atlantic City. Atlantic City, where was he gone? Atlantic City. Bill just happened to come over there, or was it planned? No, yeah, it was planned. Okay, the planning of it? Yeah. Um, I said I was going to be by myself. Cecilia wanted to sleep over, and Bill asked if he could come. Well, Bill was planning to ask if he could come over to your house and presence gone. Do you think it's the same as Cecilia asking to come over and sleep over? No. What's going through your mind? I'm not sure I understand the question. Okay. Your husband's gone. Cecilia's going to come over and sleep over and give you company. Then Bill Flynn asked if he can come over. Okay. Can I come over? I'm Bill Flynn. Can I come over? What's your reaction? What's going on? Yes, I wanted him to come over. Did you expect that when he was over, you would have sex with him? Yes. Did, he, did you have sex with him when he came over? Yes. Did you watch that movie, Nine and a Half Weeks? Yes. Did you make love to him? Yes. Did you do the thing with the ice cubes? No. I think he's having a problem remembering where reality began and the movie stopped. After you became sexually intimate with Bill Clinton, like you told us about nine and a half weeks, how often did you see him? I usually saw him at school every, every day. How often would you see him outside of a normal time? Well, um, usually on Saturdays, we would work on the orange juice video. So I would see him then. And sometimes after school, but not always, because we did the video with uh, Cecilia also, and she was working at the time. So she wasn't able to do it every, every single day. What were your feelings about having him there? I had mixed emotions about it. I was, um, I, I, well, I didn't, I didn't feel too good about myself. Well, I, I liked Bill, but I also loved Greg. How strong was your wife for Bill one? I loved him at one point. Did you ever stop loving Greg during this affair? No, never. How did that make you feel? Confused. What did you think about yourself? Not, not very highly. Did you ever tell your husband about this? Yes, I did. How did that occur? The Friday before he was murdered. Let's go back a little bit, okay? Um, you told him about the night you went with the nine and a half week what happens between that point in time, like you said, March 24th, May 1st, sometime like March 1st? Well, there was still a relationship going on then, and um, I, I, I just realized that obviously I, I couldn't have two relationships at once.
and that it was going to have to be one or the other. And I I wanted to be with Greg. Did you ever make any attempts to break off with Bill? With Bill? Bill. Yes, numerous attempts. Yeah. Before, even before March 24th. Okay. What's well, it tell us about the month before March 24th? Well, I told you that beforehand I didn't want you to even have a relationship with him. And then when I did, I, I told him that I didn't think it was right and that it was wrong and that I wanted to be with Greg and he kept saying, why wouldn't, why didn't I just get a divorce? And I said, because I love Greg. And he would ask me how I could love two people at once. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Why didn't you just get a divorce? Because I didn't want a divorce. What would you get a divorce compared to everything you own in the whole world? What would, you be, what would you be losing? Everything he owned? Everything the two of you together owned. Um, what would you be losing? Did you own a house? No, we rented a condo. Uh, the things that we owned were owned jointly, uh, the furniture. And he, he owned a, 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 his own car, and I owned my own car, because I had had my car before we were married, so my car was in my name. And our bank accounts were in both of our names. How much money did you have to take Probably between four and six thousand dollars in the savings and the check. Who's dog was ill? How'd you get him? Who's uh, Greg gave him to me when I was graduating from college as a gift. It was my dog, I guess. Do you know what another Greg did at first? Insurance? Yeah, life insurance for himself. I knew he had some life insurance, but I had no idea how much. <coughs> what was Billy Flynn's reactions on the times when you tell him things you told us earlier about him? He wanted to have you break it off. He's he told me that he was going to kill himself. What tone of voice? That's what I mean by reactions. He would usually cry. Did he cry easily? Um, did he cry easily? Did he cry often? Often, no, not often. Probably, I've seen him cry probably four times. I asked you this earlier, but how many times did Bill Flynn at your house ever? In Derry? Three. Okay. First was when? When he came to film the orange juice commercial. Second was? March 24th. Okay, is that nine and a half weeks? Yeah. When, when's the third time? Um, I don't remember the exact date. I, the Tuesday, the last Tuesday in April. Okay, what was that week? Was there anything special about that week? Yes, I, I had said already that Greg was at a um, career school. Rhode Island. How long was Billy there? What happened? One day, one night. You spent the night? Yep. What did you do that night? That night? Eat. Ate dinner, watched movies. Who cooked? Who cooked? Yep. I did. Who did the dishes? He did. Who cleaned up afterwards? He did. Did you do any other chores around the house? <laughs> did he? Yeah. He took out the trash. 
Um, where do we take the trash? There's a receptacle or trash bin in the back of the condo, and he took it out there. Down, down cellar, we keep, well, first of all, we have a little small trash can in the kitchen, and then, like, every time that's full, we bring that downstairs in big green, leave it in big green bags at the bottom of the cellar stairs, and when there's about four or five bags, someone will take them out, and that's what he did. Take them out, go down and sell and get them, bring them out to this trash receptacle, right? Exactly. And how do you get from the down cellar to the outside trash receptacle? You go through the bulkhead. I've never done it myself, personally. Greg always did that. Did you use the bulkhead yourself? Right. On one occasion, I did. What was that for? For um, my dance studio had a garage sale, and I believe the summer before that, and I had taken some of the stuff home, and I brought it back through the bulkhead. <coughs> but Greg used it a lot. When he went riding his four-wheeler with his friend Brian, they were all muddy. They used to come through the bulkhead almost every weekend. You heard Billy Flynn testify that he needed some bullets to kill your husband. And that you went to a bank in Hampton, Hampshire, I believe you said, in a movie theater, and took out money and he needed $30, I believe you said. Right. Um, how much of those savings were true? Well, I can say that I did never just go to a moment. Moment. Just a moment. Whether or not the statements are true, whether or not. $30 to buy bullets to murder Greg. Did you go to, did you have a bank in uh, <coughs> Did I have a bank in Hampton? No. Well, after the murder, I did, but not before the murder. Before the murder, where, where did you do your banking? Where did Greg do your banking? Bank? bank of New Hampshire and Nashua. Well, I just used the automatic teller machine card, but Greg was the one who made the deposits at the actual bank. It was near his work. What kind of accounts or accounts did you have at the bank of Hampshire? Both the savings and checking. Whose name were on the accounts? Both of ours. Did you go to any automatic teller machine in Hampton? And so let's say, Billy said it was shortly before the murder. Let's go a week before the murder. Did you go to use any automatic teller machine in Hampton? Not that I remember. Did you write any checks? Try to bill plan? Or four bill plans during that period? No. I'm going to ask you about May 1st. You call how the day began. Yes, I do. I woke up with Greg and I went to work late because I had a meeting that night and I knew that I'd be working late and that's usually what I did and when we come back Pamela Smart tells about the ride to Haverhill with the teens to pick up an automobile and about walking into her condominium to find her husband's body
Welcome back. On the day of the murder, Pamela Smart testified that she did, in fact, receive two calls from Bill Flynn. He was looking for a ride to Haverhill, Massachusetts, so that Vance Latimer could pick up his grandmother's car. In her testimony, under questioning by the defense, there was no testimony by Smart that she knew the car would be used to take her husband's life. Did you go to Haverhill, get there? Yes, we did. What happened in Haverhill? Jahar got his grandmother's car, and he and... He drove back in the grandmother's car, and I drove back with Bill, and I was driving. What did you do with Bill? Back? I dropped him off at JR's house. Did you see or talk to Bill, Pete, or JR again that day? No. I went back to work. What did you do at work? Did you see anybody at work? I was working on the computer because I was doing a catalog, and at about... I believe 7.10, 7.15, Cecilia Pierce came into the office with uh, Michael Welch, her, her friend. I don't really know him, but it's a, I know he's a friend of Cecilia's. How long did they stay? About three minutes. Then I went to the meeting. It started at 7.30, I believe. Now why did you go to that meeting? Because there was three things on the agenda that pertained directly to my employment. One being my salary, one being the reconstruction of the media center, and another being a possibility of me teaching a course over at Winnicunit the following school year. What role were you planning on playing at the meeting? None, really, just to um, listen and gather information. I was very concerned about the fact that the media center was supposedly undergoing renovations that would make the elimination of materials almost absolute and I was concerned about what materials would have to be eliminated and what effect that would have on the schools. <clears throat> so I just went to listen basically and, and if anybody need, had any questions, I figured as the director of the media center, I would be able to answer them. I believe Patty Weiser's husband, Cal Weiser, who's on the Winnicunit School Board, walked me out to my car because it was dark and usually someone would walk me out. And where did you go? Home. Tell us what happened when you were home on May 1st, 1990. I, I drove up to the house and I went into the garage and I went up to the house and I noticed that the outside lights weren't on and I remember thinking that that was odd because Greg usually left them on when he knew that I was going to be late but you know I didn't think it was anything major I just remember thinking it was odd and um, I walked up the steps and I put the key in the door and when I pushed the door open I turned on the light and I saw Greg. What did you do? Well, it all happened in a matter of, like, not even a second, I don't think. And I remember seeing things near him, like a candlestick and a pillow. And, and I remember I thought, the first thing I thought was to go get help. 
and I said I said Greg Greg's name, and he didn't he didn't answer, and I ran I ran out. It all happened really fast. It's hard for me to remember exactly in what order. Did you know Greg was dead then? No, I didn't know what was going on. I thought that someone was in the house still, though. I remember thinking that to run somewhere else and call the police. What did you do? I ran next door, and I started banging on the door, and no one would help me. It it was taking, it seemed like it was taking forever, and I was ringing the doorbell, and I was screaming, somebody called the police, someone help me, and they didn't come fast enough. I, I really, I mean, they might have, but it just seemed like forever. And so I ran to the next door and started banging on it, and they didn't come. And I ran to the next one, and I, by that time, the girl was already coming down the stairs because I guess she had heard me screaming. They let me in the house. They, well, they opened the door and asked me what was wrong. And I said, there's something wrong with my husband. I don't know. Someone call me, please. How long was it for a second? Like a second. I mean, uh, apparently someone had already called 911 before this man did. What did you do when the police got there? Excuse me? Do you remember what you did when the police got there? I remember I went back outside the house, and there was there was all kinds of cars, and, and people had come outside. And I remember everyone was asking me what was wrong. Everyone was saying... What's wrong with him? Is there something? Does he have? Uh, did he have a heart attack? And well, is he having any health problems? And I kept saying that no. He, I don't know. I was crying. <clears throat> and someone asked me if there was anyone that I wanted to call. And I said, call Greg's parents. And I gave them the phone number because they live right around the corner. While this is going on, what the police doing? If you know, what did you see them doing? I don't know. I was on the knees on my. I, I was on my knees on the ground. I don't remember. I'm, I mean, I'm sure they were going inside the house. But. How long was it before the police came up and gave you any information? Before I got any information, the Smarts had arrived. Uh, Greg's brother, his mother, his father, in uh, Greg's brother's car, and they got out of the car. And they were all still in their pajamas, and they were, like, jumping out of the car. And they were asking me, what's the matter? Where's Greg? And I was screaming that. I didn't know what was wrong. And Greg's mother tried to go inside the house. But the police, they wouldn't let her inside the house because they were all outside blocking the stairs. And she was screaming that she wanted to get in, and everyone was screaming at me what was, what was wrong. And I didn't know, and I was crying. And then the uh, medical um, EMTs or whatever, ambulance came, and two men went inside the house. And they came, they came back outside of the house. And they, Greg's brother said, how come, how come no one's helping him? And... Everyone was screaming, how come no one's doing anything? And a policeman came down the stairs. He said, because he's dead. No, I have no idea what happened, except for 
I remember being at the Smarts house. That was the next thing, and I have no idea how I got there. And when we come back, cross-examination by the state. Welcome back. The prosecution cross-examined Pamela Smart beginning just after 2 o'clock this afternoon. The state went after Pamela Smart's statements to police after the murder with regards to her affair with Bill Flynn. Funny now, what happened to your husband in the summer of 1990? He was not always cared about, was he? It was my main concern. Yeah, what was your other concern? What do you mean, every concern I have had? Or? No, I mean the concern about your affair. Wasn't it your concern in the summer of 1990 that the affair not become known? Yes. And you didn't tell anyone in the summer of 1990, right? Except for Cecilia Pierce. Except for Cecilia Pierce. And so, a moment ago in direct examination, you said, when you heard Bill Flynn was arrested, you say, oh my God, they heard about the affair, they arrested the wrong person. Of course, you went right to the police to straighten that out, didn't you? No, because I thought if the police knew that I had an affair with Bill, then they would automatically conclude that I was involved in the murder. So rather than get what you thought was the wrong person off, and get him out of trouble, and go and tell the police about the affair, you thought it was more important to keep quiet and keep the affair quiet. Is that right? Yes. So this was a conscious decision on your part not to tell the police about the affair. Right, and also the police never asked me. Oh, they didn't ask you. Oh, if they would have asked you, you would have told them, right? I can't speculate on that. I don't know. Well, tell us. What do you think you would have done if they would have asked you, hey, do you know any motive why Bill Flynn might have committed this crime, what you would have said? I don't know. If I was sitting in a room with police officers, I possibly might have told them. You possibly might have told them? Yes. Okay. So you think if the police would have asked you whether or not Bill Flynn had a motive to commit this crime, you possibly would have told them? Yes. That's not true, is it, Mrs. Mark? That's what I just said. It's the truth. Okay. Do you remember talking to the police on June 20th? 1990? Yes. Okay. Remember talking to the police at that time about motive for Bill Flynn to commit this crime? Possibly. I don't know. You didn't tell them about the affair at that time, did you? No, they didn't specifically say, did you have an affair with Bill Flynn either? Oh, no. I mean, they didn't hit the nail on the head. They didn't ring the bell, so you didn't confirm it, right? No. Is that what you're telling this jury? Yes, I had. I'm telling the jury the truth that I had reasons that I didn't want them they, they to know about an affair. I'm not denying the fact that I didn't want the police to know about the affair. I really didn't want anybody to know right. if they didn't have to. But it was a conscious decision, right? Yes, it was. Okay. Now, were you asked this question by the police, and did you get this answer? June 20th. Remember talking to them? Yes. This is after Bill Flynn's been arrested? Yes. Okay, question. Danny Pelletier, remember him? Yep. That's one of the things we need, though. Why you? Why your house? You know, we want to certify these kids, and we have a crime, and we have all these kids. We have the motive. I mean, this is the motive of burglary? Is that what was he at your house looking around? This is your response. Huh. I can't answer that. I really can't. I don't know. I'd like to think not. I'd like to wonder if he was... Why the, why the hell would he wait all the way from February to May? I mean, that's a long time, you know? I would think it would have been, in fact, okay. So say I've already gone through, I'm sure you can imagine, I've gone through all these questions in my mind five million times. 
Exactly. And you did not tell them about the affair? No, I did not. Because they didn't ask? For two reasons that I just said. One, they didn't ask, and two, because I really didn't want anyone to know. Now, you come before this jury, and essentially you admit the affair. Yes. But you have no involvement in the murder of Gregory Smart. No. Isn't that exactly what you told Cecilia Pierce on July 12, 1990, that you would do? And if you had to, you would admit the affair. Right. And under no circumstances would you admit your involvement. That's right. And that's what you said you would tell the jury at the time it came to that point, right? I don't know if I specifically said the jury, but that's what I would say. Mm -hmm. Now... I was speaking about the police, I believe. Mm -hmm. What was more important to you? Right after your husband's death. <clears throat> Finding the killer of your husband? Or keeping the affair of Bill Clinton quiet? Finding the killer of my husband. And even if that was more important to you, you said that a week after the murder of your husband, you said to Bill Flynn, hey, did you have anything to do with this? No, I said you didn't have anything to do with this, Bill, did you? Did you tell any of the police at that time? That I had said that to Bill Flynn? No, that you had thoughts that Bill Flynn might have been involved. No. Okay, you never told anyone in your family, right? What, that Bill Flynn could have If you had an affair with Bill Flynn, maybe the police should look at Bill Flynn. Did you? No. Did you tell anybody in the Smarts family that, hey, maybe this kid did something to your son, or maybe the police should look at him? Did you tell anybody in Greg's family? No, 